every time we start this podcast, you make me start it giggling. I don't know why, because I don't even. All right, most of the time we do be like having a conversation that just mm-hmm. never serious, right? But I literally wasn't doing anything this time. I know, I know. So like I literally was rubbing my eye, and you're over here like. <laughs> um, but you're was good, everybody. What's the up, girl? Peoples? See again. Be trying to do my intro and then just. <laughs> I just said what's up, and you were just like, all right, you know what? <laughs> I'm trying to do my whole introduction, like. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. No, sorry, sorry. Um, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is episode eighteen. Eighteen. Crazy son. Eighteen. Keep it one. A podcast. It's your girl Chi. I'm live in the flesh. Talk to me nice. Don't talk to me twice. And apparently, mouthwash is supposed to kill COVID. It does not. <laughs> well, according to my boss, but she, you know, she's she's a type that reads the Facebook articles oh, and thinks that it's accurate. So she really was over here like mouthwash kills ninety nine percent of bacteria, not viruses. She said, "Listen." you gotta get the uh get the um you gotta get the listerine because it kills covid she she, she really do be talking like that i'm like listerine (laughs) if that killed covid then why it didn't kill the flu and the common cold yeah how is mouthwash killing covid I don't know. I told you, mouthwash kills nine, 99.9% of bacteria. So Y'all need to get mouthwash regardless because y'all breath be smelling crazy. Yo, low-key, yo, low-key, um, Listerine Total Care, that low-key is working. I feel like my teeth look a little whiter. But no, I always use that one, but I use the non-alcoholic one because the alcohol be like, it's like Burning your freaking mouth. acid erosion. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel like every morning. <laughs> it says swish it around for a minute. I'm like, I could barely do 10 seconds. Yo, I'd be fighting back with the mouthwash. Like, hey, y'all burning the Yo, Loki, no, and now I have a question. Like, do you, after you spit out the mouthwash, do you just keep up on your day or do you put water to rinse out the, the residue? Now you got to get the water to dilute it. Okay, okay. That's what I do. Is mad spicy. <laughs> That's what I do. But I was like, yo, am I like not letting the mouthwash do what it's supposed to do? Because I'm like rinsing out the what the residue that I have. Um, but yeah, I don't even know. Oh, I was the one that brought it up. My fault. <laughs> right, you wanna do your introduction or I don't got an introduction. What's up everybody? It's your girl Chabelli. Um, Chabelli's fantasy has been postponed. The production team got Corona, so we out for like a good month and a half. So y'all can stop hitting my DMs with applications. Can you stop? Are people really hitting up your DMs? Maybe you lie. You lied to your teeth. (laughs) Maybe. Okay. Um, but anyways, let's get into it. Um, so. First things first, we always do word of the day and we do current events. Um, again, word of the day has been, I've been slacking on that, but we're going to switch it up to something different. Oh my God. 
Um, Here comes the bullshit. I think I think today's word of the day is gonna be soap. Because a lot of y'all have been oh. washing your hands for five seconds and then saying that you wash your hair for 20 seconds. I'm gonna need y'all to let the soap marinate on your hands. Cause this is getting ridiculous. Guys, yeah. It's for 20 seconds. Or sing the happy birthday song twice. Or sing the Stevie Wonder happy birthday song. And I'm pretty sure it's only the 20 seconds. You could sing End of the Road. You could sing Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you could anything. Michael Jackson. You could try to rap Busta Rhymes song, a verse. Or you could do it my now. My niece is a pro at it. She, she, my niece is a pro at it. She literally gets home and she's like, I'm gonna wash my hands and she'll count for 20 seconds. And you know, she'd be moving and she got it. Counts for 20 seconds. Yeah, but people be doing that and be forgetting about their fingernails. And their fingernails be looking like crazy. Be looking nasty, yo. Like, yo, I think that's definitely a big turn off. Like, if I see a dude with fingernail. Yeah, <laughs> with the black dart underneath. Yeah, like yo, <laughs> I like just no, no. Yeah, I feel that, you. but that that's right next to a dude that's like missing way too many teeth. Y'all already know, like teeth <laughs> is literally like the first thing I look at with anybody, dudes. And I'm not gay, but I'm just saying, like anybody that I meet, I'm looking at your teeth. Wait, first wait, I got a question. So if the dudes, he got all his teeth, but. There, he has really bad gaps. Are you gonna <laughs> gaps like what? Like his mouth looks like a fence. <laughs> Does it look like a dog cage? <laughs> no. Like what is his mouth? What do you mean like, gaps? Okay, okay. Why are there multiple gaps? Because some people have really bad teeth, but they couldn't afford braces, so they got gaps. Like I have a we, okay, I have a little tiny gap. Let me let me explain. Little tiny gap right here. But I'm saying I've seen people that have like wide gaps. But what's the what's the the spacing? Like how many inches? I don't I don't think it's inches. I'm talking about centimeters. Or centimeters. My Not fault. even a centimeter. Like maybe a couple millimeters. So I'm a little maybe three four. If my iPhone can fit through each gap, <laughs> then it's too nah, nah, nah. Get that insurance, my boy. Yo, you could qualify for state insurance even if you don't um have a job. You could yeah, still get state insurance. This is like seen as a cosmetic thing, unless it's like you need them. No, if you need them, that's different. Contacts is cosmetic. Glasses aren't. Grills are cosmetic. Braces aren't. Yeah, but I, if you're but, getting if you're getting grills, well, you <laughs> should be getting braces. Then, then you got it all all messed yeah, up. Your priorities ain't straight. Word, like yo, get your teeth fixed, bro. I saw a dude that his teeth was looking crazy, son. When he got grills, I'm like, why would you do that? You just oh, emphasize the amount of missing teeth that you don't have in your your yeah, freaking mouth. That's a turn off to me, so so again, it's my fault that we keep veering off, but anyways. So again, the word of the day was soap. 
um, current events, there was this tweet going around, which I had asked you earlier, but I'll let the audience, let the viewers know. A guy had posted a tweet that has said, and I'm going to go to it so I'm accurate. Mm-hmm. So the tweet says, fellas, if your lady has a kid that she's getting child support for, but the father is not really paying how he should, would you help take care of that child financially? Okay. And I was about to answer the question and you were like, wait, hold on. I'm going to ask you on the podcast because we're going to record tonight. Right. All right. So I'm even though it said fellas, I said I'm going to switch it around and be like, if I was dating somebody with a kid, Mm-hmm. And I was, if I feel like the mother wasn't being present, but like enough financially, mm-hmm. and I see a future with this dude, I will I will help out the kid. But that's because out of the kindness of my heart. But I do believe that is not on my responsibility. I'm just doing that because, like, that's just the type of person that I am. And I, if I do see a future with this person, the the child is going to be part of his life forever. So do you think, you said that you would help out. In what ways are you going to help out? Like, what, where Anything does your help, what's, what's the limit? What's the limit? Like, if I, let's just say, like, I end up marrying this dude, right? But that's not my child. And, like, see, the mother's not financially there for the child, as she should be, or whatnot. Then I, I don't think there's anything that I wouldn't have, wouldn't do for this kid. But that's just the type of person that I am. I do believe there's there's probably boundaries that I wouldn't cross if I was just dating him. But that's because like I feel like when it when you involve kids with certain things that I in my mind, I feel like because of the nature of kids and their parents' relationship that I feel like people shouldn't cross. But like mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like in any way, shape, or form, like I will help out. It, whether it would be buying clothes, buying food. Um, even playing for school, like I would do that. School, what school? Well, I'm saying like, <laughs> like if if I'm with my man, and like I said, and and he needs help or whatnot, or like I feel like I could step up and help, and he needs help paying for daycare or paying for like. Like maybe the kids in college or something, and then you help buying a book. Books are expensive. College is expensive. Um, I will help out, but that, like I said, that's just the type of person that I am. But I do believe that it's not. I don't think that's my obligation. You know what I'm saying? But I also believe that if you're joining, if you're thinking about ha- starting, not starting a family, but like be- marrying this dude or being with this dude forever, I'm, I'm like I said, I switched the roles that i feel like that's that's your life that's that kid is going to be part of your life too because that's part of his life that's mm-hmm. like when when you know when you marry somebody you marry into their family you're not just there for the dude like you you become available to the whole family in essence i'm not saying that's all cases because there's some cases that you know that does not happen but the majority of the time it's like that so and I've seen it happen multiple times where step parents are way better parents than the parents that are absent. So I'm not taking care of no, but <laughs> <laughs> no, um, 
uh, honestly, I saw the, the tweet and his the guy who made the tweet, he was saying like, nah, like I would absolutely like, you know, no hesitation, no questions asked type of thing. And that's commendable. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But are you doing it to impress the girl? I'm not asking him. I'm just saying like, it's a general question. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it to impress the girl? Um, are you doing it like genuinely out of pure kindness? Are you doing it so that way, like you have something to throw back at that person just in case? Mm. Like if, like if y'all get in an argument and y'all, you know, she's being spiteful or whatever, no, and you want to throw it on her face, like yeah, but you ain't have money, you know, for diapers, and I gave you money for that. Mm. So what you talking about? I'm not this, you know what I mean? A lot of people do that. Sh- yeah. So that could be one thing. Personally, I feel like. If I'm if I'm in a situation as a, a female where I'm at now in my life, I'm not dating nobody that has a kid. I agree. I don't think there's anything wrong with somebody who has a kid now. And I don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm saying. But I don't see myself being in a relationship right now with somebody who has a child that especially is under the age of like 10 minimum. Right. A lot of people feel like, oh, well, I can make time and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but your child needs you Mm 24-7. And if you're not with your child 24-7, then you need to to provide some sort of child care for your kid 24-7, which means that at a certain point in time, you need to pick up your kid because at that point, then you are responsible for your child again. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yo, you're not going to have time and I would never expect you to to choose me over your your daughter or your son mm-hmm. in any way shape or form i respect that you have a child and you're trying to you know provide for you and, and yours however i'm not in your situation and i don't think it's fair for me or the guy right. to be having to be trying to deal with each other it works for some people some people are cool with it and that's that but personally i'm not dating nobody that has a kid right now if I'm older, so let's say I'm in my like mid thirties, I don't think it would be a problem because I w- I would assume, and this is just my assumption, but I would assume that a guy that I'm dating that already has a kid, that kid is well over the age of at least eight, nine, or ten. Hmm. Now the issue, or the question that I would ask is like. If I am dating a guy, again, it depends on the age of the kid. Especially if you have a kid that's six months old, there's no way that me and you would have anything to do with each other. It's just not going to happen. You don't got the time. And if you want to claim that you got the time, I'm telling you, bro, you don't got the time. So that's number one. Number two, um, I feel like it's not the responsibility of your partner to pick up the slack for what your baby father or baby mother isn't doing for your child. Right. I think it's nice and it's, it's a commendable thing if you want to, you know, help somebody out, but you also have to limit yourself with how you're helping because the more that you want to help out and look out for them is the more that you're investing into something that you don't necessarily know is going to last or not. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, the type of person I am, if you're asking for the help, then I would do it. 
but my help is limited. And if I find you constantly asking me to pitch in or help in with something, then I'm a dub it. Mm. You're not about to be using me to make money off of me because now you're getting lazy or you just are starting to depend on me to take care of a child that I didn't create with you. That's not my responsibility. It's not even being harsh or nothing. I don't have a problem helping out here and there. But again, if I'm paying for diapers every two weeks, yo, I don't have a kid. Right. Diapers are expensive. Mm. I'm not buying similar like every week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you ha- you have points. I think like there's also limits to it because at the end of the day, like I didn't choose to have this kid. Like you chose to have this kid with whoever your person is. So I do agree with you though. I I, I also agree with you when you say like uh when you say like oh I don't want to date a person that has a kid. I yeah. Cause no. I personally at this age of my time, like I don't want to come in between you and your child. And if you neglect your child, then I'm going to look at you a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be dating somebody that's a, date, a deadbeat dad. Like, I don't admire that at all. And I also, like, this might sound a little fucked up, but maybe I need to start saying polarizing things. I'm a little selfish, like, when it comes to, like, who I'm dating. Not that I need to be 24-7, but I, like, I will want you to make me a priority in life. But then when you have a kid, I feel like I'm not competing with your child. Right. But that's just- I'm not trying to hear that. Oh, we can't right. hang out past eight because it's nap time. Well, <laughs> I don't got nap time at eight p.m. But that that you know what I'm saying? Like, just that's just the honest truth. Now, if I meet some dude, like he's he's the guy that's been for me. Like, yo, he's my soulmate, and he has a kid. Would I not like? Would I? Adam Ali could say no to dating him. No, but I, would I be hesitant? Yes. And like you said, it also depends on the age. Like, I, there's people in my life that are single parents and I see what they go through. You know what I'm saying? And like, I don't, like, I don't know if I want to be, I don't know if I want to be part of that right now. I'm very, we're very young. We're only 24 years old. But, you know, also like our reality, there's a lot of people in our age group that have kids because they got pregnant at a very young age. And you don't see me dating them. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> but, um, and also, you know, another thing that sounds kind of selfish. I want to have a kid if I choose to have a kid because I'm still de- deciding that. Like, if I choose to have a kid, like, with somebody, I want that our, our first child to be our first child, if that makes sense. Like, I want mm-hmm. our experience to be together. Like, Technically, it's not going to be like like I said. It's a very selfish way of thinking, but it's just that's like I'm 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 able to say these things. Like, you know, what I'm saying like, is it bad to me to say? Not necessarily, but does it sound like rude? Yes, but it is what it is. So, yeah, I mean, I asked the dude what his perspective was on it, and he was basically saying like, the only way that I would like really invest is if i'm marrying the girl like other than that i'm not going out of my way to be doing x y and z because he he said this is his words that simp behavior (laughs) (laughs) but i think he was speaking more from the fact of like you know there are women that will take advantage of a man who's like willing to help out like that 
Right. And unfortunately, there are a lot of single mothers and there are single dads. So let's not, you know, well, there is, yeah. exclude anyone out. But a lot of times, like, and again, I'm not a single parent, so I'm not trying to speak on them. And it's, it's no disrespect. But I know a couple of people that, you know, kind of rely on a boyfriend or a girlfriend to kind of fill that void that they're missing in their relationship. And then that void of the that parental figure that they're missing in their family, like with their kid. Right. And so I think for him, what he was saying was like, you know, I'm not assuming a role of being a dad to a kid that I didn't help create with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wrong for a female that he's saying this in a male's perspective. Mm-hmm. He thinks that it's wrong for a female to be putting that sort of pressure on a dude. Now, the point that I was making was like, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. and I don't disagree. Like, cause you do have valid points. I think for some women and maybe it's all women, if you're dating me and you know that I have a child, regardless of what age the child is, but if you're going to be, if we're in a relationship, my kid is also involved in that. Right. I can't separate, or I don't think that you could separate your relationship without having your kid involved in that scenario. So if you're saying that, oh, I'm only going to invest in you and not the child, a right. woman's going to be turned off by that. Part of your but investment is going to be into that child. You know, the- And if y'all are in a long-term relationship, and you're looking to get serious with her, whatever you deem is the next step after being in a relationship with somebody, she has to to feel like you're going to accept her kid as one of your own. Mm -hmm. If you're going to wait until marriage, you're not really giving her any sort of like hope that you're going to treat her child as if it was yours. It's not your kid and nobody's expecting you to be that person's father because you can't replace somebody's dad. But again, that's an investment that you have to take. And if you're going to be dating a woman, knowing that she has a kid that I just feel like you would kind of have to to move that way anyway. Right. But what's your limit though, is what I'm asking. If you're in a relationship with the dude, let's say y'all not serious, serious, but like, yo, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, but y'all are serious enough that you've been in a committed relationship for some time. Okay. What are your limits to, to helping or supporting that child? That's not yours. Um, like, I think if I'm, if I, if you'll I you'll buy th- groceries for them. Um, I think I would because I'm not very f- hungry for food when it comes to food or anything like that. I think my limit would be if I see that you're taking advantage of me. No, no. I'm so okay. So you're saying, let's say the guy's not taking advantage. Okay. You're saying you're pretty much willing to do anything, like pay for this kid's like dance lessons. Because I'm definitely not doing that. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. Um, If I have... like The thing with me is, like, obviously, if we start dating and we're only dating for, like, a month, I'm not paying for your kid's dance recital. Would I pay for your kid's McDonald's meal if we go out? Yes. Would I buy him a toy or her a toy? Yes. 
like little things like that. If we're like, like if I see you as a perspective and we're thinking about a future together and like we really, there's, we're very intertwined into our life and we, you know, we're talking about this, that, and the third, then yeah, I would, I, I don't think there's anything that I would say I wouldn't necessarily do because I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, this was a very long time ago. Um, there was a meme that was going around about like, I think you were the one that brought it up to me. Like the, the it was like a family, like a blended family. Like a girl and a guy, I guess they were together. They weren't married, but together. And they have kids together. But the dude had a kid with somebody else. And they wanted to go on vacation. And she was like, I don't feel like we should pay for that kid. Or was it like mm-hmm. that? It was something mm-hmm. like that, right? I like, like she said that. And I'm like, that's foul. Like that, that kid is the brother and sister of your kids. And to leave them like out like that and make them feel like an outsider, to me, that's very foul. Mind you, that's an extreme case. But what I'm trying to say is, is like, if you're, if I'm already building a life with this dude, then that child comes with the kids. Mm-hmm. Are, like that's what it is. It is what it is at that point. So me personally, there's nothing that like I wouldn't do for that kid. Right. So, but I think, like I said, it comes into stages. Like off the bat, am I gonna pay for expensive dance lessons? No, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not happening. But for little yeah, kids, I, there, I don't care. I feel like if if it, when it comes to that kid, if you're struggling where like you can't put food on the table, yo, I'm not about to let no kid starve, son. Like my my morality, my moral compass would not allow me to do that. Yo, if okay, your house is cold, if a kid don't have a coat, I don't have a problem doing that. I'm not doing that because like it has nothing to do with me investing in our future together that's just the type of person i am it'd be the same thing if i saw a kid outside with no jacket on yo i'm going into the store whatever yeah like i'm (laughs) buying you a coat whatever that i that's just how i operate though right so that has nothing to do with the relationship that i'm trying to establish with the guy right if your man is on child support the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> and First of all, I'm not date. I told you I'm not dating a <laughs> dude that has a kid. But go ahead. Hypothetically uh, speaking, if your right. man is on child support, and like let's just say the the because you know there's some women out here like everyone to talk about. Everybody likes to talk about like how deadbeat fathers are out there, but there's some crazy women out there because I've seen it with my own eyes and how they use their kids mm-hmm. against the father. Talk about it. And that's and I that's so foul. They mm-hmm. use your child to to manipulate a man that's not in your life. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's none of my business. That's just my opinion. Um like so he's on she has him on child support. Right, and he he's just going through some financial difficulties. Some financial difficulties. Mm-hmm. Would you help him out with a child support payment? Hell no. <laughs> and and this is why I was telling you in the the episode about marriage is why I'm not getting married, son. Because if if let's just say, mm-hmm. let's just say that I do I get with the dude and I marry a dude that has a kid outside of us. Mm-hmm. If he's paying child support, I have to pay that too. That's that like that's by law. 
and oh, a marriage, if you're legally married, that child support becomes a res uh, financial responsibility on you as well. Because you're you're technically the step parent. Mm. I mean, that's not the reason why, but I'm just saying. I know that for a fact. So, but, you know, being that I'm not somebody who's trying to get married and all that, da da da, da I'm not paying for your child support. To me, that's, no, I'm not doing that. Regardless of what the reason is as to why you're on child support, mm -hmm. I feel bad for your situation, whatever. Again, if you're on child support and you can't afford to give your, your kid a coat, then you need to go talk to your lawyer because they're taking way too much money out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... Well, how do they uh, do that? Like, well, don't they have to calculate? Isn't there, like, a certain, a certain percentage? Well, they, they do it based off of, like, your income you make and the bills that you have. Okay. Because, like I said, I feel like there's some moms out here that be really taking advantage. There, but there is, and it's sad, son. It really is. It's like, yo, you're not even realizing how this is affecting the kids. You're not even sitting down to talk to your kids about, yo, how was school? How are you feeling? You know what I'm saying? Are you dating anybody? Is anybody giving you any problem? Like, just just sit down and, and have a real conversation with your kid. You don't even want to do that because you're too worried about cashing your check from your baby father. To me, and, and this is how you could tell if a woman's spiteful or not, mm. when it comes to, like, that the, the child support, if the father, if the father was already providing for the child and mm -hmm. she still puts him on child support, then you're being mad petty. Like that, that's like, yeah. you're, yeah. you're just bitter that your relationship ain't work out because yeah. the, the whole concept of child support is because the father or the mother is mm -hmm. not supporting the child financially. So the courts have to come in to not have some sort of regulation. Yeah. That's the it's only reason why that would be existing yeah like to be honest i if i have a kill with somebody and for some reason we don't work out i don't think i will ever put them on child support um well there's a couple of scenarios i will i wouldn't put him on child support because i'm the type of person i'm gonna work for my kid if you want to be in his life you're gonna be in his life i'm saying him or her whatever if you're gonna be in their life you're gonna be in the life that's on you but nothing is ever gonna my child's never going to need anything from you. If you want to give me money, and I think that's more my pride, but if you want to give me money and we come into an agreement like, okay, you want to take some responsibility for your kid, then that's fine. But I don't think, I don't think I'm that type of person to be like, I'm going to put you on child support. Because I feel like the connotation of child support with the, like, the aspect that comes from it is very spiteful. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I'm not saying like there's certain situations like like where it's, it's really hard to maintain kids. Kids are expensive. So if you see that your baby father really got money, but he's not putting it up and you need it for your kid, then by all means, go put him on child support. Exactly. So, but don't be putting people on child support because your relationship failed right, as like, parents or as a, as a couple. If he's that has nothing to do with, with him or her supporting your child. Right. If they're buying diapers, if they're getting them clothes, getting them shoes, Whatever they need, whether it's a toy or it's a notebook for class, if that person's actively and consistently participating in that, then there should be no reason why you're taking somebody to court. Right. And I and I 100% feel that way. Like I'm I'm very passionate about that mm -hmm. because people be doing that out of spite, and it's unfortunate. Like I know in Pennsylvania, 
like the mother essentially gets like gets grants full custody type of thing like they just side with the chick mm. and half of the time it don't even be the situation that they be portraying it to be and that's no disrespect to any people that are baby mothers or baby fathers that are struggling with you know co-parenting and stuff yeah. i'm not trying to speak on y'all situations and i respect y'all as parents especially if you're you know in my age gap and you're trying to like you know mm-hmm. make something for yourself and for your family in no way shape or form is this a direct shot to you or nothing like that but if you're out here like taking your baby daddy to court for child support payments when he was when he was already supporting your kid then you need to look at yourself in the mirror Mm -hmm. i agree we're only talking about a few like there's there's always bad apples out there that's not everybody's case and like i said every case is unique every single case like to me to me, if I'm with if I'm with a dude, then and and God forbid, but let's say things don't work out and we you know split as a couple, but we have a kid together. Mm-hmm. I don't think there would need to be a conversation, or I would hope that there wouldn't have to be a conversation about okay, so this is how much money I should give you a month, or this is how much money you should give me a month. Nah, it's just yo whatever my my son or my daughter needs, then I'm gonna give that to them. Right. That's how well, it should be, but people get their feelings way too involved in it. Yo, right. you're not thinking about your child. No, but you didn't ask. The kid didn't ask to be brought here. Mm-hmm. Y'all created that kid, so provide the best, stable, and consistent living mm-hmm. and environment as best as you can. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have to be a battle for for women to have to be asking men to, to yo, can you just buy sneakers for your kid? It shouldn't be a battle for men to be asking women, yo, can you feed my kid? Why am I giving you child support money and you out here getting your hair done? But my kid is over here eating oodles and noodles and, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Crazy. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yo, priority, son. People be using kids as pawns. It's sad. Um, but yeah, I, was, I wasn't trying to get so like deep into this whole question but <laughs> i found it to be very interesting and you know like i said getting a guy's perspective on it kind of helped you know right me get an overall sense of view or whatever but today we just gonna you know keep it keep it cute and we're just gonna talk about you know dating it's not a dating series type of dating but um I've, I've been watching these videos on uh, Instagram and a lot of them are from this, um, this um, IG page, or whatever, which I'm not going to mention them. Um, but they have a lot of good conversations about dating and stuff. And they're from my understanding, their age group is like, I think from our age and from until like 34, maybe 35, maybe even 40, like they, it's, it's a pretty decent range. Um, Mm -hmm. so I saw one of the videos, so I wanted to ask you why you think like certain, certain dating habits are specific and only accepted for one gender over the other. So an example would be like men living like bachelors is okay, but a woman who's actively dating multiple men isn't considered the same thing. Like, why do you think it's like that? Um, I think it's like that because like the social norm that have been created since 
there's been men and women in this world. Like, I feel like women are looked at these innocent, like pure little flowers that can't be tainted. And the minute that they do something, they're already tainted. But men are viewed as like these animals that could do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> like, that's in layman's term. But in reality, it really be like that. Cause like, it's the same thing I could take. Well, I don't know if it's the same thing, but one of the things that comes to my head is like, when you talk about like people's numbers, why is it that numbers and body numbers is so important to women? And like, there's a certain amount, like I feel like women subconsciously feel like, yo, I can't go over this number. Whereas men, the bigger the number, it's like, look like as a fucking trophy. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I think like I get I just hate freaking all these like traditional things and stuff like that. Like I just wish people just didn't really give a f- but whatever. Um I think for women, I think because women like you said, women were always told like our bodies are temples. I don't think men were taught to respect their bodies. No, like, like, like men are just men, like, like when you think of like, yo, cause like personally speaking, my mom never had the, the talk with me about sex and all that stuff. Mm. Um, to my understanding, I think my parents did with like my older brothers and sisters, but I like, I don't remember and I don't know. Um, but just in general speaking, like I know friends that I've had conversations and the conversations are two completely different things. They're not both saying to their son or their daughter, you know, if you find somebody, you meet somebody, use protection, da da da. Like with women, it's a lot more serious. Like, yo, like you could ha- you could get pregnant, you could die, like all this extra stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yo, like what the so it's like you know women you have to treat your bodies as temples or a flower and every time that you let somebody in or, or somebody is sleeping around with you you lose a petal off of that flower mm-hmm. or your temple becomes you know there there's a little cracks in your temple at that point da, da, da. but men it's just like yo don't be out here impregnating every single chick that you meet wear a condom mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah, so now but when men are are being told that and it's a collective of households that are doing are having the same conversations with each other right when these kids and these boys and girls grow up and they become the future of our society now it's like oh women have to be a lot more conscious when it comes to sexual exploration and stuff like that where men it's like do what you want but just wear rubber mm. so that in turn it's like oh like a dude that's more experienced or a guy who you know is is um desired by a lot of females that's attractive because that that's essentially what men should be right mm-hmm. this and this is not my idea i'm just saying mm-hmm. this is how we kind of function as society and with women because we're so dainty and precious and you know we're flowers and temples yeah. as we get older it's like yo you can't be promiscuous out here because then you're not respecting your body or you're not valuing yourself so i feel like it i feel like it just comes from from those conversations and i feel like if parents 
sat down their kids, whether it was together or, you know, individually, if they're not around the same age and just tell and have the same conversation with them, maybe that could change the dynamic between like the sort of way that society looks at how women and men should behave or whatever during right. dating. Mm, I agree. I agree with you. Um, that I, it's just like these traditional way of, of the thinking that it's like, yo, a woman can't do this because like, oh, now she's a hoe. Like the fact, I just want to know, like, who told men that women don't like to be like, like sex is not something women enjoy. Like, I feel like it's like they feel like sex is just like any sexual act is only for men. I don't know because i'm like it takes two i don't i don't know and i i again it's just like i have to blame both genders you know yeah it's both men and women's fault it's like yo like we men don't you know correct it and be like listen like a girl who's who's doing whatever she wants with her body it's not being a hoe but a lot of guys still think that way yeah, no. and I don't think I don't think that's being a hoe. I just I really don't. No. I'm not saying I'm out here doing that type of stuff. I, that's not my my behavior that I do. But I don't see how a woman who's single doesn't have any responsibilities or commitments mm-hmm. to anybody is out here dating or or messing around with maybe one or two men at the same time. I don't see a problem in that. Right. Let her do what she wants. Y'all could literally smash ten girls in one week, and we just look by it like it's nothing. Oh, he's experienced. Yeah, like what? Yeah, I feel you. So nah, I just I don't agree. I think it's. But dumb. I also feel like women are more forgiving. forgiving. Yeah, when it comes to that, when it comes to a lot of things, women are more <laughs> forgiving than men. So. So do you feel like do you feel like does that like whole notion or concept of like dating habits being accepted for like one gender over the other do you think that has a part to play in like monogamous relationships mm, I guess because I feel like when they're talking about monogamy, it sometimes feels like it's the woman that wants to be monogamous monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Where the men want to be like some men. I'm not saying all because I know somebody's gonna hit me up and be like, Well, I'm not like that. All right. I wasn't talking about you directly. Right. Like it don't <laughs> do a pick me. Please don't be one of those. <laughs> Yo. Um but I think that sometimes like you have these men that just be like Oh, like I like I'm okay with like an open relationship on their end, but then if the woman wants to have an open relationship, they have a problem with that. So I don't and know. Why you think that? Um I don't know because to me I can't have an open relationship. So that's so what's okay, so let's define this for the people. Okay. For some people, I'm pretty sure everyone knows, but mm-hmm. monogamous relationship is what in your terms? I it's 
a relationship between two people that you what, know, what sort of relationship a romantic relationship okay like boy so boy. I would say a monogamous relationship is a relationship that that two people two individuals like agree to make with each other uh-huh. um making like a commitment to only like be involved with that person like romantically physically emotionally mentally x y and z okay i feel like that's that's my definition of monogamy it's it's in essence what you said mm-hmm. yeah now open relationship people is not the same thing as polygamy okay so explain that because like I feel- uh, polygamous relationship is a relationship where so let's say for instance Shibali, let's say you're dating um anthony mm-hmm. whoever that anthony is so you're dating anthony you and anthony are in a relationship Mm-hmm. If you're in a polygamous relationship, you are not the only girlfriend that Anthony has, and Anthony's not the only boyfriend that you have. It could be one way or the other. Mm-hmm. That ain't so okay. there's one. So there's one person, whether it's the male or the female, that has a series of multiple girlfriends, or if it's the female that's like the the main person, she has a series of boyfriends. They are all like they're aware of each other they know each other exists you're essentially like and, and the same like that your levels of your relationships between each person can be different they could be the same i don't know i'm not trying to be in no type of polygamy relationship i don't mm-hmm. want to be i don't care to be and i i just don't slide with it but for some people like the extreme form of a polygamous relationship is like a sister wife Okay. So like Mormons. Yeah. Okay. But like they can't have multiple men. No. But that's that's a that's a based off of a religion. Oh, okay, okay. Their book, the Mormon, the Book of Mormon, whatever it is called, mm-hmm. like states, and this is not verbatim, but just to to do to sorry, to dumb it down, it says in essence that like a man is allowed to have multiple wives. A woman's not allowed to have multiple husbands. Okay. So that's why you have a lot of that, like, family sleeping with each other. Because the guy has 36 wives. So somewhere yeah. down the line, that's like their 13th brother. Yo. From, like, their 56 <laughs> aunt. Yo. Yo. What? Yeah. So, so excuse me, sorry. So that's an extreme form of a polygamous relationship is like a sister wife. But again, it's just a matter of one person that's really like the dominant person. Mm-hmm. And then they're sprouting different relationships. They have uh, relationships with different people. An open relationship is when you're, so let's say you and Tony are together. You guys make a commitment to each other to be in an actual relationship. Mm-hmm. But there's like flexibility in your freedom to to kind of you know talk to whoever you want to talk to. For some open relationships, you can sleep with other people. 
you can have threesomes that are like it that's a little more like you know whatever your terms and conditions are based off of the people okay i know some people that are in open relationships and it's really well from my understanding of it they're not really sleeping with other people like that Mm -hmm. but i think for them maybe they look at it in the point of like yo like you're not going to be attracted to this one person for the the rest of your life and no one else is going to, you know, you're not going to find attractive. Like that's literally impossible to say. So instead of like uh, suppressing that sort of like impulse that you would have to want to like get to know that person that I'm giving you the liberty to do so within these certain constraints. So yeah, you could go out to eat with the dude if that's that. Excuse me, if that's what you want. Yeah, you can go see a movie with the dude. Da da da. But maybe for some people, like you can't sleep with them. Okay. That now in sense. your head, you're thinking of it in a one-minded way because your only focus is to be in a monogamous relationship. So anything that you wouldn't do without your partner being there mm-hmm. you find that to like that's some form of cheating or some like they're just being shisty or shady so when you hear that somebody's in a relationship and they're letting their partner go out on a date with another dude for you it's like okay but how is that a relationship then right and that's a valid point but again i don't i i don't know Like, okay, to me, like, I understand that I'm not going to be the only person ever to, like, if I, let's say my husband, I'm not going to be the most attractive female in his life or he's going to meet other attractive females. I understand that. But it to me, it's very intimate when you have, a, like, one connection with one person. A very intimate You're talking connection. about a very specific connection. People can can build connections with somebody and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's on the same level as you and that's kind of what people with open relationships kind of feel like but i can't i can't mentally get behind that i'm sorry i really can't i don't knock it for people that do it but it's just like i i just can't I mean, lucky for you, you don't have to. No, I know. But I like, because honestly, I feel like that, like I said, like the person I want to be with, whatever time they would be with me, whatever time they would be with me, right? Like, there's just certain intimacy that I would want to have with that person. If I go and have a different connection with somebody else, then that's just a friend level. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, uh, it's just like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. And I mean, but I mean, I'm not doing it either. Like, but... A sexual nature to it. Like when you play with fire, cause you said like, okay, but people say like, oh, we, we won't have sex. I, but when you play with fire, you get burned a lot of times. What's playing with fire? Like, for example, 
I let's say I'm in an open relationship and I'm talking to a really attractive dude. Like, I, I, clearly we're attracted to each other. We have some type of connection, and I'm giving him the time of day. But I have my boyfriend, but we have an open relationship. I build a relationship with this dude. What the fuck do I have my boyfriend for? Again, you keep looking at it from a perspective of you're building the same exact thing with somebody. That's not open relationships. That's polygamy. Oh. I don't fucking know. <laughs> open again, open relationship is just yo, you could go out on a date with the dude. If he if he finds you, you know, and interesting or intriguing. Yeah, but I'm saying like out, what happens if that grows? That. that grows. You're in an open relationship. I don't know. It depends on what your your boundaries are. That sounds wild. If the guy says, Yeah, but but you can occasionally see somebody and it don't necessarily mean that, oh, we're building something. And you're not going to tell me that you haven't done that uh, anyway. No, no, no. I'm not saying... Okay, no. But I feel like... Uh, like, if somebody, if I'm in a relationship and somebody asks me on a date, I I can't... Mm. Again, and that's that's you. Yeah. That's just, who, that's just who you are as a person. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. If somebody's in an open relationship, though, they don't see that as a form of cheating or, oh, well... You're building another connection, like so. What happens when people fuck? They have over relationships, and they don't care. Like if you fuck with somebody, they don't. Some I'm telling you, people have this mentality of yo, like you're gonna like just get it off of your out of your system. If you want to do that, then you go and do that because I'm gonna do the same thing. But the difference is that we're not establishing that sort of level of, of commitment with these other people the way we are with each other and commitment doesn't have to mean that you're you're only being loyal to that person and only dealing with that one person people have different definitions of commitment i'm not saying i agree yeah that's not my cup of tea i'm sorry if i'm dating a dude and he tells me while i'm like in a relationship with him that he wants to be in an open relationship, then I'm going to tell him, well, you can just be single. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because at that point, you should have been said something from gate. You should have said something from jump when we first met each other. Mm-hmm. Whether I was the one that hit you up or you bumped into me, whatever. How am I supposed to know that you want to be in an open relationship and you don't say nothing? I'm sorry. No. Uh-uh. But you're very much like, he needs to be all about me and I want to spend as much time as I can with my partner. So it wouldn't make sense for you to be okay with being in an open relationship. Yeah, I'm a very traditionist, traditional person when it comes to dating. So so you feel like monogamous relationships back in the day versus like open relationships, you feel like we've transitioned like in a as a culture where monogamous relationships aren't necessarily as it's not that they're not happening because they obviously are and i I see a bunch of like one man one woman or both women or both men whoever Mm -hmm. i see that plenty plenty of times but do you feel like this whole notion of having like an open relationship is becoming more of a thing than Oh, like let's try to be committed to one person. But see, I, and I have these conversations with you. I can't date more than one person at a time. Mm-hmm. 
because I can't give myself to multiple people because then I genuinely feel like I'm not real being my real self. But that's just me. I can't give like like because I do believe that certain people bring a certain person out of you. I have three best friends, right? And all three of you bring a different part a different part of me out. Right? So but I think when it comes to my man, like to me, I have you're gonna see me in a different way than everybody else's, that I'm gonna be in an intimate like you're like you're basically gonna uncover things that my best friends may not uncover because they won't see me in the way that you see me. You know what I'm yep. saying? So for me, I can't be that way with multiple people. If I have that connection with two people, then I feel like I'm not really in love with them. I just have love for them. You know what I'm saying? Because I love, like, I love all my friends. Like, all my friends. I love, like, I love you guys. But I'm not in love with you guys. Well, I would hope not. um so for me it's just like if if it was two dudes i will have i feel like i will have love for them but i wouldn't be in love with them and i feel like then something's missing mm-hmm. but that's just me and i and i've and listen after i broke up with my ex and you can attest to this i tried to to date multiple people and I couldn't do it. It was very str- like straining on me. And by multiple people, I meant like what two at a time. Like it wasn't even something crazy because people be doing multiple things and I cannot do that. I tried it. It's not my cup of tea. Um, but that's because I'm I'm a very type of person. Like, yo, if I'm in your life and I give you my time of day, I'm gonna give you a hundred percent of my energy. And like, if I feel like you deserve that energy, then you deserve that. So that's just that's just me. That's why I just feel like when you talk about open relationships, it's like yo, like you just. I feel like you just have a bunch of dudes, like in your life, once to fuck, once to have an emotional attachment to. Like in my head, is very maybe I'm very ignorantly thinking about this. Mm, I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just <laughs> the way I see it because I can't picture myself doing that. But you don't have to picture yourself doing it. It's just Mm. you need to wrap your head around the fact that people look at it in a different way. It's Mm. not about, oh, I have a dude that only fulfills this purpose or I have a chick that only fulfills this need. It has nothing to necessarily do with that. It's just that you energy. Huh? Nobody gives you the same energy. So why why have an open relationship? Again, you're because i think for them and i can't i don't want to speak for them but this is just my like my hypothesis or whatever about it i feel like yo you can have multiple connections with with multiple people at the same time Mm -hmm. so why would you limit yourself to just only being with one person when you could talk to somebody else or have a connection with somebody else and it doesn't necessarily have to be a sexual thing it could just be a mental thing it could just be uh you know what whatever you guys mm-hmm. love skiing so you guys every time every year you go to a ski resort or whatever 
but it's more than a friendship because you take interest in that person because you find them attractive. But I'm not going to go past giving them a hug because I made a commitment to my partner that I'm with that, you know, I'm not going to be intimate with anyone else outside of our relationship, but I will go on dates just to hang out with people and just to, to get to know people because we have a connection. So what Some happens? People- so then, to, okay, can you explain to me this? The person that you choose to have an open relationship, are they in a higher tier in your eyes? To, to my understanding, I, yeah, that's how it seems like it then, works. Okay, so then you're keeping an open relationship. What happens when you meet somebody and they fulfill you more than that other person? Are you going to put them in a higher tier? <laughs> I don't know. But but then it's it's not a matter of keeping them and keeping the other person. I don't know if that person, I don't know if that girl or that man would stay with that woman or that dude. If they met somebody while being in an open relationship, that is a, a much better suitable partner to them than the person they're with. I don't see them staying with that person. Okay. I think they would probably break up with them, get with the person that they find is most suitable to them. And then say, you know, listen, the person that I was previously with, like, yo, we had a great connection and stuff like that, but you're a lot more suitable to me than the person before. So maybe the person before becomes the the person that they're just hanging out with. See, but then that to me, then you're not, then I, to to me, it looks like you're just keeping your option open until the next vaccine. Like I said, that might be an ignorant way of thinking, but that's just the way I see it. You Like, you know, as a human being that there's probably somebody out there better. So you're just going to say we're in an open relationship. And if I find somebody that's better than you, then all right. And if I don't, I don't. But I don't feel restricted. But then I'm like, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think people in open relationship have commitment issues? No. Because again, it depends on what your definition of commitment is. For me and you, commitment is like you're only to me. It's a one person thing. There shouldn't be other people that you're building anything else with on that type of level that would lead towards a relation, some some type of, you know, emotionally invested, physically romantic invested relationship or connection. Mm-hmm. For me and you, commitment doesn't mean that you would be doing that commitment for me and you means like, yo, I'm making a commitment to be committed to you and you only that we're committing to be monogamous with each other. Mm, Okay. If somebody's in an open relationship, again, that definition of commitment could be different. Their commitment could be to each other. Like, yo, I'm going to be committed to you in a way that like, emotionally i won't get attached to anyone else but physically i might sleep with somebody and people are okay with that Mm. i guess i mean i'm not gonna understand it because to me that's not a relationship so again i'm not uh, the open relationship guru like what i could be saying the completely wrong thing i don't want to speak for them and i'm not trying to but from my observations of open relationships that people have spoken about on social media and the open relationships that I've seen in my life, mm. that's kind of my assumption about it. But I could be wrong. 
maybe it's a completely different thing that neither one of us know. Yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if a dude comes up to me and be like, are you open to having an open relationship? I'm going to be like, no. Let's keep it pushing. I'm not your girl. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that type of girl. I'm honestly, it's just not for me. That's just not for me. Yeah, I think we <laughs> both can agree. But I think you're more, I think you're too traditional in a dating era where things are not traditional. Yeah. And honestly, I agree with you. I think I was having this conversation with somebody, um, I, somebody really close to me that knows me very well. And I was like, I feel like I was born in the wrong era because the type of dating that I want, it's like back in the day dating. And that's not the type of energy that is that, that I live, the era that I live in now, but but we wasn't living in back in the day era anyway. I know. So I said I was born in the wrong era. So I don't, but is your perception of dating based off of your parents, how they met, or is it based off of the movies and stuff that you see in the show? Probably a little both, to be quite honest. Probably a little both. Um, my parents were high school sweethearts. They've been together for, they've been married for 27 years. But they know each other for a little over 33 years, something like that. Because my mom was 14, my dad was 17, my dad's 50, my mom's 47. So anybody want to do the math for me, go ahead. Um, But yeah, I think that my perspective, like my mom, I didn't tell you this, but my mom has a little box. And in that little box, she has the love letters that my dad wrote to her, the gifts that, like, certain gifts that my dad gave to her. And, you know, my ex, you, my ex, you should, um, used to, like, do that stuff. So I don't think that maybe there's people out there that still exist because, you know, obviously me and him didn't work out. But um, when we were dating, he would write me letters and, like, stuff like that. And I used to keep those things, obviously, when we broke up. Like, I don't have those things anymore. But it's just like that's the type of love that I like, you know, like that I receive love a very different old kind of way. And I on and I always say I'm a hopeless romantic because it's all the shit that I watch. Like you be saying, like, why the fuck are you watching that? But it, it literally warms up my heart. <laughs> like you've been watching them lifetime movies i don't watch lifetime the crazy thing is i don't watch lifetime movies which is crazy because that's literally what you'd be wanting like you want the guy that you were in a relationship with he moves out of town when (laughs) y'all go off to college you come back you broke up with your boyfriend you was following (laughs) him on social media for the past six years he was in a relationship with a girl but he moved back home to take care of his mom then he ended up finding it like an abandoned dog on the side of the road. Oh my god! Now he's taking care of the dog. Then to come to find out that's the freaking the chick's mom's dog that was been lost for twenty years, and then that's how y'all reconnect. And then bam, now y'all getting married. That's what you be wanting. All right, yeah, but that's not gonna happen. I'm realistic. <laughs> y'all see how she disagreed by the way she literally said yeah (laughs) (laughs) somebody somebody staged a dog a random dog 
No, don't do that. But I, but I think what I'm what I'm saying is like, yo, like you you want the guy to do all the chasing, and we're not we don't live in an era no more. Dudes want to be chased. Mm. That doesn't mean that you should be doing all the work. I think guys should still be. I I I still believe in you know traditional dating, but because of the dudes that I've dated, I've always been the one that's like been a lot more upfront about things. So I've always kind of taken the initiative, taken the lead. So how I operate now, it's like yo, like I'm not used to a dude like taking initiative. Mm. to make plans to say hey i want to hang out hey i want to see you i'm not used to a dude doing that i mean yeah i guess whereas with you you're you were never the one to be like on a dude like that like Mm -hmm. chasing a dude essentially i I was you would never do that anyway so it's like yeah what what are you gonna do all the men that have been in my life or pursued in my life and some way shape or form they had courted me but i'm not gonna say like it's always one-way energy because i feel like in every one of those situations obviously i'm not perfect so and i'm saying it from my perspective i don't know how they felt but i hope like they felt like i showed them that whatever that time moment it was that i gave them an energy i mean i guess i did because they kept coming back so but the, you don't. I feel like there's a difference between, like, somebody being interested in the type of person you are, as well as slash and or a person that is showing interest in you, and you're putting in effort as well to show but, them that they're interested. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I also think like the people, the dudes, and the the men that I attract, I feel like. I'm not saying all of them, but I think some of them, I think they see the energy that I give them back because I may be a little, because you may, because obviously Chiana's making this look because obviously you guys can't see it, but I'm saying Chiana's making looks and stuff because she knows a lot of my dating life because I have a lot of conversations with her about my dating life. But I do believe that I do, some of my actions that I showed them the little ones that I see, they see in the beginning, I feel like they see that I am interested in them. I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying all of them. But I think the ones that I felt that I really want to see a potential in, a future in, they they definitely have seen sides of me that nobody else has. So. And mind you, we're not talking about a lot of people because I don't, I, like, I don't really date a lot. What? No comment. Oh god. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, I don't date a lot, so. So at the end of the day, what we've gathered from this episode was: <laughs> make sure you're cleaning your your fingernails when you're washing your hands. Wash for twenty seconds because COVID is real. Um. Another thing that we learned was that men and women are not viewed the same, which we already knew that when it comes to dating habits. Right. Um, we also learned that Chabelli's not with open relationships at all. <laughs> and neither is neither am I. Mm-hmm. And that you 
want a guy to be chasing you from here to Timbuktu. Shut up. And then through Carajo land <laughs> and then back to Jersey. Yeah. On foot. That no should have been the word of the day, Carajo land. No, because I don't got nothing to do with, I know. with what we're doing. <laughs> You just said it, so that's what was there. But um, um, advice for this week: just listen. If you not, if you can't date yourself, then don't be out here trying to date somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're not dateable, then you don't need to be entertaining or sliding in people's DMs. Yeah, don't be wasting people's time. Um, we also, I also did a little like survey thing on my Instagram story asking people like if they were cool about being in open relationships some of the responses were mad funny but for the (laughs) most part everybody was saying yes there was literally like two people that said that they were cool with it but for the most part everyone said no Mm. and they just kind of felt like you know it's just like nah for all that just be single Mm. yeah i mean that's how i feel shit so i mean for all that why don't you just be the forever bachelor or bachelorette. Is that how you say it for women? Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Um, but shout out this week. I don't know this dude, but he asked if I could um shout him out on our podcast. How you gonna um, yell you don't know? <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't even, I, I don't know what his his name is because I can't pronounce it. And I'm not going to violate son. Yo, Chi, what shout out is this? But yo, it's it's black. He's a black man. We supporting black businesses. We supporting black people. All 2020 until we can't say 2020 no more. All right. Um again, like I said, this is his Twitter name. <laughs> His at name is A O L, and the uh, spelling for that will be in the description of this episode. He has a podcast. He recently started his podcast, and he has a YouTube channel. Um, and I'll put the link of that in our description. Yeah. Um, but basically, his podcast is just about different things that he experiences each new week. So it could be about a TV show or a movie that he's watching. It could be about old memories, any topics. Um, he said he's not really too political for now, at least. Um, but I haven't listened to it, but I did look it up. And the episodes are like fairly like 25 minutes. Like they're really late. So, I mean, if y'all want to at least try and listen, I'm not guaranteeing that it's going to be the type of content you want. But again, we supporting Black people, so... Since Biden can't do it for us, you got to leave it up to us to do oh it. <laughs> but thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 18 of Keep It 100 podcast. We're available on all platforms. Please, please, please tell your friends to go listen to us. Give us a shout out. Mm-hmm. If y'all have any questions, DM us about any topics you want to dis- uh, you want us to discuss. And if you have any business that you would like to uh, promote, please feel free to let us know. Then we'll do a little business shout out feature for you guys on our um, social media page. Okay. Stay tuned. Hopefully we're going to be doing Twitch videos. 
um because i feel like the the videos is going to be the new wave okay. um but again we're on apple spotify soundcloud and that's pretty much it all right guys i'm gonna let y'all be deuces why, did I, why did I do this like they could see me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right bye guys